Wu-Tang. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Developing Palettes. I'm Aaron Loomis coming to you from the Drew Estate Studio. With me today is June Liu from the Box Press Studio, Seth Geis, and from the Bastania Studios, John McTavish. How you guys doing? Splendid. Quite. But with extra calories. <laughs> All right. So today we are talking about the Don Pepin Vintage Edition Toro. Cigar is six inch by 52. Comes out of the My Father factory in Nicaragua. The wrapper is Nicaragua and Corojo 99. Binder and filler both from Nicaragua. Price point is $14. Cigar was released in May of 2023. And we picked these cigars up from Corona Cigar Company. So if you are in Florida near one of the locations, be sure to stop in for a cigar and a libation. But if you are not in the area, you can go to their website or you can give them a call, place an order, and they will ship it to you instantly. Uh, at least that's what they do for me. Do you think people right. might get confused and be like, who is Don Papine Papine? Yes. Or do you think they might be like, Don Papine? Like, Papine. Oh, like they don't Nicaragua. know that it's Don means like the Don. Well, like, they think it's like Don Papine Papine. Like, I mean, that's yeah. it Papin twice. Maybe it's right. Don yeah. Papin and then Papin Nicaragua. Yeah, like, like people brother. think like there's like a Papin Nicaragua. Like, yeah. where does he make cigars? That's the Nicaragua. No, he's in Papin Nicaragua. That's right. He, he has a fucking town. Yep. New Which maybe region. they could do. Do you think they could do that? <laughs> Shit, how badass would maybe it be if he was made in Papin Nicaragua or like my father Nicaragua? I made up my father cigars and my father Nicaragua. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's developing country. Yeah. They do whatever the fuck they want. Well, we're just here to develop palettes, so let's move on, though. Yeah. Yeah. All right, June, what are your thoughts on the cigar? Uh, average, I thought. I mean, like, I get the like the spicier kind of Corojo component to it, but um, I didn't like this mixture of, like, a bitterness and cedar and hay. Um, and that was consistent throughout the whole cigar. Um, yeah, it was just, gosh, Pepin is so... They just they just destroys my heart because that's the first box of cigars I ever bought, and then ever since then I'm like, I miss the old Pepin, you know, Don Pepin or Pepin Nicaragua. Yeah. Really? That's where you got with this? Um, Five, Don that's Pepin, what you have to say about the cigar? Don Pepin, Don Pepin, Pepin, Pepin ah. vintage Pepin. 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 All right, Seth, take some of your experience. Listen, I'm going to break this down for everybody watching this right now. The reason why June was so harsh on this cigar was because he can't embrace the fact that Pepin has re- has unseated Left. <laughs> Agadorsa. And that they did it so not with the interest of making a crap ton of money, but making an affordable $14 Nicaraguan Huro with a Corojo 99 wrapper. It's It's... It's good. It's just average, man. It's just yeah. earth, leather, sweet spices, bits of tobacco, nuts, medium strength and body. It's just a perfect level of complexity. There's nice transitioning and just balance from beginning to end, decent construction. It's just a really it's just a good Nicaraguan puro. John? Uh so uh Skip Martin's been talking for a while about how we aren't technical enough on reviews. So uh, now I'm going to... What the fuck does get, that mean? Well, he's he's explaining to, he's right break it down to us right now. <laughs> Let me get there, Jim. Put it back in your pants, man. Jeez. It's a foreplay. It's a foreplay. Okay. Uh, okay. So my Don Pepin Pepin uh, weighing in at 16.4 grams. 
and had a humidity measured at 63% as measured by my Humidimeter Pro. Uh, so I just want to get that out there when I talk about my experience. Everyone, you know, doesn't say where your cigar is too dry or, or doesn't, doesn't weigh properly. Um, I didn't understand the profile of this at all. Um, I got like uh, sort of out of the hop, I got dry hay, sweet tobacco, and like this herbal, uh, herbal earthy wood tobacco combination. Thanks. And I'm like... I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting, but it's not good, if that makes sense. Like, like I think if this was a $9 cigar, I'd be like, I could see whether there'd be a place for this in the marketplace, but the, the flavor profile didn't come together in a, in a way that I, was, that I thought was sort of interesting um, or enjoyable. And that sort of herbal profile was kind of the core backbone of what I felt was the profile all the way through. So like second, third, switch it up with uh, dry hay, uh, herbal and tobacco, and then earth kind of, as it progressed as, as the poster on the last third was kind of more, uh, dry wood, medium, full herbal. And, um, you know, I, I just, I don't know. I did, I didn't get it. Uh, I don't think it was for me. Um, I didn't particularly find it that engaging. Uh, I will say though, uh, burn and draw were great. So, you know, for a $14 cigar, they, they delivered on the construction. So let's give a hand to Don Pepe Pimpin, um, because you know, you can't, thank you for the technical aspect of calling out the burn and draw, John. You're very welcome. Everyone, what about you? All right. For me, the cigar started with toast and cedar earth and floral notes. Got some creaminess that joined in a bit later. Uh, second, there's also some black. Oops, sorry, there's some muted. black pepper join in and some wood bitterness a bit later. Uh, final thirds saw the earth take the lead and the wood and the wood bitterness increased. Um, I thought the cigar had a nice start, kind of low strength, classic flavor profile. I was digging what was going on. It worked for the kind of the vintage moniker, so I like I like that. Kind of went down a notch as the profile wasn't as dynamic in the second third to kind of maintain that the rest of the way. Um, if they offered it, I would like to smoke this cigar in a thinner ring gauge. Um, just to see how it would change things up. Uh, you know, I kind of appreciated the profile in that first third. Um, just wish it could have maintained that uh, longer throughout the smoking experience. Um, not really something I'd come back to, though, uh, with any real frequency. Um, but like I said, thinner ring gauge, let's try it. Let's do a Lonsdale, maybe a Corona Gorda. Uh, give it a shot and see what we can do. But um, they don't offer anything close to the, that's in, in regards to what they uh, initially released here. So. It's going to be a pipe dream for a little while. Um, all right. Let's get into the scores. We're going to start at the top with Seth at 6.82. Oh. John gave it a 6.1. Oh, uh, I gave it a 6 even. And you gave it a 5.75. All right, Seth, 6.82. Defend yourself. Listen, I'll defend myself nonstop with this shit. I mean, here you go. $14 cigar. I, I have nothing to defend myself on this one. Except <laughs> I'll say this. I think what I appreciated about it was that this is a Nick Rogman Pro that I think is superior the, to what Agen, Agenors is doing. And I don't think they intended it to be. I don't think they put that much time into this. You know what I mean? Like, you know, what, like if you look at everything they've done, like my father's done, like look at their artwork, look at the bands, et cetera, look at everything they do. And there's time and there's care into this. And this is, they threw a Nicaraguan Perot together, called it Don Papin Vintage, 
you know, they put a band like this, slap $14 on it, and I still think this is superior to anything Agonorse is doing. Okay. So I give him props on that. All and right. that's what gets to the 6.2. <laughs> All right, John, 6.1. Uh, I'm I'm surprised it's that high. Um, I kind of figured five eight five because, um, you know, it was averaged throughout. Um, it was at sixteen I, grams of tobacco. Yeah, see, I mean, it. it is sixteen grams of tobacco. So I guess I guess I got to give it there. And I did rate the first third good. Um, you know, so I guess sixteen point four grams of good tobacco. At least you know, probably six grams were good in the first third. Um, but you know. The thing about vintage is sometimes vintage is good and sometimes vintage is like, oh yeah, I remember why we we didn't enjoy smoking cigars back then because vintage is, you know, we can do it better. Um, I, I think if you're going to do a vintage cigar, you kind of got to do it vintage in terms of price point too. Like you can't put out a $14 cigar and call it vintage. Um, but I thought the band was cool. Um, my score seems a little high. Next. Uh, my six even matches up well, uh, above average flavor profile, uh, really good construction. Not as good as John's. Otherwise we would have been tied, but, um, yeah, like I said, I like that first third, uh, kind of like that, you know, classic old school flavor profile. Uh, just wish it would have lasted longer in the cigar. So let's go, let's, let's tone down the ring gauge a little bit and give this another shot. I think, uh, all right. June 5.75. That was average. Like what all of us intend to say including Seth and John. So, you know, let's call it what it is. Let's change up the scores. You know what I mean? Let's do uh let's do, let's pull a, everybody. Everybody. All right. Uh, any final thoughts from you guys on this one? I still think that it's better than anything. Agonorse has done in the, Oh, I totally just... agree, man. That's a really it... low ass bar. <laughs> But do you know what I mean? But look what I'm talking about, though. Do you know what I'm saying? I think, like, I think I mean, my father's on the has on, been on the upswing now for quite a while, and um, I think that's reflected in a lot of cigars. They're releasing in a lot of cigars that's coming out of Tatuaje, uh, and I hope that that continues. I hope that you know we start to see kind of them go back into kind of the my father the heyday where you know like. Um, People are talking about a ton of new My Father's coming out, and they're like, they're all, they're all fucking good. I mean, that, yeah. that this is just like you can look at it, and you're like, like in today's price, like fourteen dollars, you're like, dude, this is a fucking cheap stick. Like, this yeah, I don't want to like, admit that at this point. Yeah, I, I don't either. I have a hard time trying to admit that. Still, I know it's been like this for a while, like the whole year, but it's hard for me to still. Accept it. You know what I mean? Yeah. I refuse to accept dockets. it yet. Yeah. You don't want to accept that this is kind of the, like Yeah, we don't new, we don't want to say it's the new normal dollar, yet. The new yeah, exactly. Stick. I don't want to I don't want to say it's new. Yeah. No. I still okay. wanna I'm still stuck in my Rothschild days, the illusional Rothschild days of five fifty stick. Those, those days are gone. Five fifty. Yeah. Are they uh, still five dollars and fifty cents? I bet they are. I don't know. No it's matter. It's not. It's not the same tobacco anyway. So yeah. what does it matter? I know, but if they still were, like, jeez. No. Well. All right. Wherever you're catching this video, be sure to like and subscribe. But check out the full written review on the website, developingpalace.com. Follow us on all the social media channels, and you can catch all of our review recaps on podcasts, so iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Thank you for tuning in. We will catch you on the next one. Don't pepin, pepin.